I'm Emily. And I'm Sarah. And this is Sisters Take a Side on Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. Good morning, Emily. Good morning. Hey. Instead of Sisters Take a Side After Dark, this is Sisters Take a Side Before Sunrise. <laughs> it is indeed. But you know what? That's okay because... The people deserve us at all times. People deserve our best. And here we are in all of our glory. Deliver about 60% of the time. Sarah said to me this morning, because we're on camera, she goes, wow, you and I look a lot alike when we don't have makeup on. I'm like, I don't, what is that supposed to mean? You do. But we're here. And this time our recording cannot be interrupted for anyone's untimely ER visits. No. I know. How's he feeling? He's fine. Um, he's fine. Guys, he's really fine. Um, we were, Sarah and I were supposed to record yesterday and Tom had to go to the ER and we could not record. But Emily's the calmest person when it comes to like, oh, hey, like I have to go to the ER. Like, oh, hey, there's yes. this thing happening. Like she's the calmest. You guys, if you need some, if you need a partner, you can't have mine, but find yourself an Emily <gasps> because she is like the calmest person in a crisis. I have to tell you. Thanks, girl. You know what's so funny that you say that? That is such a bone with – I don't – why am I talking about this? I don't know. That's such like a bone to pick with me because when when I had to call 911 for Tom one time because he was having a seizure in our living room, no big deal. Oh um, he God. said to me See? after He said to me after the fact, he was like, it would have been nice if you were a little more calm about that situation. I was like, oh, okay. Well, okay. Well, then he definitely doesn't want to be in a situation with me. Could you imagine? Like that has to happen. Your head would explode. <laughs> I, I would. I would be rendered completely useless. You would. No offense. I hundred like, percent would. I own it. I know that you own it. I. I am cool as a cucumber in a crisis. You really, that is truly true. are. Like, I, although I have to say, and this is like shout out to all my fellow spouses and like caretakers of oh, people cool. with like complex <laughs> chronic illnesses. <laughs> like y'all are doing the work out there, and I think that like. You become like kind of desensitized to that, right? In a way. Hashtag not a spouse. I don't know. I'm, I wasn't included in that, so I'm just I'm just here for the ride. <sighs> Guys, Guys, she's I, spicy in the morning. Hold on, let me drink some of my coffee. I don't know that I can deal to this. I'm All right. Well, it. while you do that, um, if anyone would like to write in and make our new email checkers whole day, <gasps> yes. Thank you, Mike, Dad. Um, you can do so by reaching out on email at sisters.take.a.side at gmail.com. I am not going to be surprised if Mike doesn't wind up changing our email address because he's a hundred percent going to change the email address. Really unhappy with that email address. But for now, sisters.take.a.side at gmail.com, or you could reach out to us on Instagram. Um, at sisters take aside underscore podcast. Speaking of which, um, a little Instagram birdie told me we are oh finally delving into quite a subject today. Guys, she's here. She's you here. Guys, this is okay. So again, yesterday I'm like trying to make myself feel better after everything with Tom, and I'm like, you want to make me feel better? Fucking researching Bill and Monica. So while the kids were napping, your girl clinked away on this old laptop for about four hours researching <laughs> Bill and Monica. 
That is literally the nap on the well, face of the well, planet. I should say I did it for three hours, and then the kids woke up and were in their cribs rolling around asking for me while I finished up. Oh, that's but good. It's fine. They're fine. Love that. <laughs> They're fine. Again, Emily, the calmest person in the room. This is great. I had important things to do. So, guys, we're doing Bill and Monica today. <gasps> Yay! You're the real MVP for getting this put together this has been a labor of love and like i have to say like i might have to come back at some point and like not do like a second part but just like dive more because like guys the clintons are into some shit like they really are though there's just like a lot here and like this is not like a clinton bashing podcast like i voted for hillary clinton whatever year that god what that feels like a lifetime ago like so like the clintons are fine but like Bill Clinton, not great. Allegedly, we don't want to get sued, but or wind up, you know. I'm okay in a ditch, but wind up in a ditch. (laughs) Okay, not to sound all like conspiratory, conspiratory (laughs) theory on you. There's a lot of dead bodies connected to Clintons. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay, moving on. Yeah, there are. All right. Anyway. Guys, take us, us take us through okay. this. And listen, the beauty of having our own podcast is you can absolutely come back to this anytime you want. So Yeah, I think I'm going – well, okay. Here's what I'm going to say. Like I have to skim over a lot of like the non-Lewinsky scandals involved with mm-hmm. the Clintons just because we'd be here for four hours. So if, it's, if you guys want to hear more about that because we all know what does Emily love, the royal family and a political scandal, like – write in and let me know and like if there's enough interest maybe i'll come back and do like an episode on vince vaughn or whitewater or like just kind of in depth into one of the other sarah's eyes are glazed over right now (laughs) sarah well because there's so many conspiracies i mean we would you should have a a separate podcast for that sarah is like do not include me in this narrative (laughs) sarah doesn't want to end up in a ditch okay let's continue shocking i know (laughs) all right are you ready so i'm so ready um, trigger warning for mentions of um, sexual assault because we're talking about Bill Clinton. So. Jesus Christ. Um, okay. It's May 8th, 1991. Aww. A beautiful y- – what? What? You? I, I was just going to say I'm just going to be a couple days from then that I'll be one whole year old. Oh. But go ahead. Okay. Yeah, I – all right. Okay. We need a rule where you are not allowed to interrupt me in my like beginning monologue. Okay, my bad. Why don't you start again? <laughs> I'm not cutting any of this out. Um, it's May 8th, 1991. A beautiful young woman working as a receptionist at a hotel, a Alexer Hotel, perhaps, <laughs> in Little Rock, Arkansas, says that a bodyguard working for then Arkansas Governor Bill Clinton escorted her to a hotel room. Clinton then allegedly took down his pants and crudely asked her for sexual favors. But this woman isn't who you're probably used to hearing associated with Bill Clinton. This isn't Monica Lewinsky. This woman is Paula Jones. And when she sues Clinton for $700,000 a few years later, she sets in motion a chain of events that will bring down one of the most powerful political dynasties in American history and teach us all a thing or two about blowjobs. Wow. That was you, quite the opener. You like that? Now you may like me. that. Okay. <laughs> um, loving this. Love this, this is, I mean, I already know I'm going to love this. So you're going to love this. Has so many things that you love, Sarah. Um, <laughs> Great. Thanks. Like, <laughs> Sorry, like, mom. <laughs> like 90s hair. Loving it. Yeah. 
blowjobs and Bill Clinton. <laughs> Sarah's three favorite things. Oh wow. Okay. Oh, good. Okay. No. Good. I'm really sorry, mom and dad. Okay. Let's set the scene here. Um. So. Clinton is in his first term as president and like basic, basically every other presidency, like his is already riddled with just like rumors and scandals. Like, and like, I legit cannot get into all of them, but there's Travelgate, Whitewater, Vince Vaughn, like yada, yada, right? Like all of these things. And it's just a lot. But mm-hmm. what I want to make the point here is that because of all of this, enter stage left, our girl, Ken Starr, which Ken Starr, Ken Starr with just a fantastic name, maybe should have yeah. been like working in the porn industry instead. I'm just going to leave it there. Ken Starr. Um, I mean, we'll get to that. Um, so Ken Starr was initially chosen and, and this um, this is a quote from Wikipedia guys about um, Ken Starr. So quote, initially chosen as independent counsel in 1994, um, he was charged with investigating Bill and Hillary Clinton's pre-presidency financial dealings with the Whitewater Land Company, end quote. Like, it's just a lot, right? So yeah, Clinton is president, but there's this guy, Ken Starr, who is basically appointed and his whole job is to like look into how shady like Bill Clinton is, right? Uh-huh. So he's looking into Whitewater and like, I just want to like, we'll get back to it, but it's worth noting for right now. He's not finding anything about this. Like the rumors are that like they were involved in some shady land deal. He's not finding any concrete evidence. So then he starts looking into other things like other alleged abuses, including the firing of White House travel agents, the misuse of FBI files, and this lawsuit filed by Paula Jones. Right. So, again, just setting the stage here that, like, when our girl Monica steps onto the scene, like, Clinton is already, like, knee deep in shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's an entire office in the White House devoted to investigating him being an asshole, basically. Right. So, don't love this, Bill Clinton. Right. Yeah. And, like, I just have to stop here. I listened to um, You're Wrong About. They did mm-hmm. a two-part coverage of Bill and Monica. It's and so good. It's so good. And I just have to call out. So Michael Hobbs, and this isn't an exact quote. I don't have it written down. But Michael Hobbs at one point said, like, shouldn't someone have told Bill Clinton, like, dude, you're not fit to be president. Can you just go do something else, anything else? And it's like, that's what I keep thinking about. I'm like, Clinton, like – you're doing all kinds of shady shit. You are like sexually assaulting women in hotel rooms. Like maybe being leader of the freak world's not for you, my guy. I mean, like, but like, couldn't you say that about like basically any all, president? Every, any president we've had in the last like I mean thirty three years. <laughs> like seriously, I mean, but, but, but you know what I mean. Like someone wasn't like Willie. Listen, come here, come here, bud. Um, let's just stay in Arkansas. Let's just. Let's not get too big for our britches. No, Settle man. Hillary had Hillary wanted to get in that White House, girl. She didn't oh, care. Yeah. Now we're gonna blame. Okay. <laughs> well, no, okay. Well, that's gonna end great. Okay. Here's so, a good episode. <laughs> I might not be able to release this. All right. So now I want to walk through like a timeline of Monica Lewinsky, right? So we've set the stage now where we're at. So okay. in June of 1995, a 21-year-old Monica Lewinsky starts her internship for Clinton's chief of staff, Leon Panetta, right? Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I didn't know that. 
Sorry. Welcome, welcome to Sister Sick Aside. Um, so this is – I love this so much. So throughout the summer, according to Monica, her and Bill, who's like the president of the fucking United States, like – we're at different events together and they're like making flirty eye contact. Like she's kind of like, you know, winking at him across the room and he's like, because he's fucking Bill Clinton. He's like winking back at her. Right. Like I need so many more details about this. Monica girl, if you're listening, call me like, I like, what did this, I, I need to know more about this, but like, I love imagining this. Right. So she's just like, this intern, HR Sarah, is like, no, 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 no. So uncomfortable. She's like this unpaid intern, like, drinking the free whiskey at the, like, events bar. And the president walks in, and she just, like, shoots her shot. And she's like, I know up. I love this. So she goes on. You hate this. I hate it. I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> Why? Because you're being, like, HR Sarah about it or because Bill Clinton sucks? Because it's just because, like, because, like, at any time, like, because watching people, like, like, be desperate just makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> I swear sorry. to God, Sarah, if you come down on the side of being mean to Monica, I am going to end this podcast. I'm not, but I'm going to have some things to say to her at the end of this <laughs> Okay, I'm going to well, have some things to say to everyone at the end of this, I think. Well, all she wants you to know is she tells her mom that summer that she has a crush on the president. Uh, how much Did older you, than her is he? He's 49. She's 21. Oh, Don't okay. want that. Um, here's what I love, though. Could you imagine calling Liz and being like, Liz, I have a crush on the president. She would be like... <laughs> Be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Do I need to take you to Dr. Reese to get your blood tested? <laughs> Are you fucking out of your mind? Oh my god, she really would. She would be so upset. In like the best mom way. You know what I mean? Like not in like a mean way, but she would just be like, what is wrong with you? No, you don't. I don't. <laughs> okay. I have to say, I don't think I've ever told our mom that I've had a crush on anyone. Like, I don't think I've oh, ever I been like, have. mom, I have a cr Like, I'm married, and I still don't think I'd be like, mom, I have a crush on this. That's what I mean. And that's the other thing. Like, at 21, mom would be like, you have a crush on a plant. Like, you have crushes on everyone. Like, what is wrong with you? No, you don't. Or she would be like, sure, Jan. Okay. She would, she'd be like, yeah, she would. She it's would. one of two reactions, depending on – it's one of two, but those oh would be God. the two. I think I just refractured my rib listening to you tell that story. Okay. <laughs> so in the fall of 1995, so that same year, the government shuts down, which <laughs> like at the time of recording is about to happen in like two weeks and Will, Sarah, and I have jobs in two weeks to be determined. <laughs> no, I'm not <laughs> But I digress. Um, this is important because the unpaid interns, aka Flirty Eye Monica, basically start like running the show, right? Because all of the paid staff goes home. So it's just like, like, I don't even know. It's like home alone up in the White House. Like all the real staffers are gone. And it's just the interns like carrying around like the nuclear football. I don't know. So this is important because Monica like has more access to the president and the Oval Office than she would have otherwise because there's just not as many like gatekeepers around, right? Mm -hmm. So I oh – God. Okay. So 
November 1995. I'm going to try to make it through, like, detailing their affair without having to, like, use the word blowjob. We'll see. So, November 1995, they have their first sexual encounter. So, and again, I need so many more details about this situation. But according to Monica, she, like, stumbles upon Bill just sitting alone in some dude's office. Like, it's not the Oval Office. It's not his private office. He's just, like, in someone's office. To which I say... hiding. I, I mean, sure, like hiding from Hillary. Like, 100% so, hiding. 100%. Like, but, but, like, again, we're just letting, like, the leader of the free world wander around the White House, like, unaccounted for? What is he doing? What is he doing? It's spring break, man. It's Everyone's gone home. He's for sure hiding. He's like, how long? Let's see how long I can sit here. It's like, it's like every husband and boyfriend's equivalent of, like, I had to go poop. And then you're like, well, where did they go? They that's, that's the presidential equivalent that's a hundred sarah you were on fire this morning I know. you are just <laughs> here for the jokes okay so so monica walks by and bill like motions for her to come in the office and monica like being the most sexually empowered 20 or 21 year old i have ever heard of tells the president of the united states that she has a crush on him <laughs> girl shoot your shot like, we're not even going to take a moment to give Monica some dues here. Are you kidding me? Again, I can't even go up to Tom, who I've been married to for seven years, and be like, I have a crush on you. Like, I would feel so awkward. Exactly. <laughs> I Like, exactly. Like, what are you doing? No. So uh, he <sighs> invites her to go see his private office, where he asks if he hmm. can kiss her. She says yes, and they kiss. And then she writes down her name and number for the president. Yes, girl. Uh, snaps. Ew. I don't no? like any of this. But okay. All right. Okay. So, again, like, I'm not going to detail, go into detail of, like, every single one of their sexual encounters. But needless to say, their affair consisted of 50 phone calls, 10 sexual encounters. And yet, according to Monica, they never once see each other undressed and... How shall I say, uh, Bill never returns the favor to Monica. Classic. Shocking. (laughs) Okay. So, so basically, like, okay, I don't, okay, how do I say this sentence? Okay. So, no. So basically, she gives him, over this, over these like 10 sexual encounters, she gives him eight blowjobs, but most of the time he doesn't orgasm because according to him, orgasm makes it cheating. So I have here in my notes, I have here, ask Sarah to take a side. So I need you to take a side on all I mean, of that. Oh, like, okay. First of all, of course he didn't return the favor. He's the fucking president. Like, do you think you don't have to perform oral sex if you're the president? That's an excellent I, point. You probably Quite don't. frankly, like he, he, he has absolutely zero interest in making sure she has a good time. Like a hundred percent. And that he becomes, like, less. evident later. Well, yes. Yeah. Like, um, spoiler alert, like, he could care less about this woman. And she's, like, batting her little eyeballs and, like, making, like, little flirty, like, oh, I have a crush on you. <laughs> and he could care less. He does not care at all. And, like, I don't know. I- I'll get into my point on this later. But, like, I don't know. The whole, like, <clears throat> he doesn't finish because he thinks – orgasming is cheating like fucking give me a break well what i also think is ironic is that he tells monica at this time that he has had 
and his words, hundreds of extramarital affairs. So it's like, what? Why do you care? Like, why do you care if it, right? Like, yeah. Uh, I mean, and again, like making it very obvious to this girl without, like, he's just not into you, girl. Like, and he's saying it in yeah. a thousand different ways other than that. Well, and I guess maybe that's where I get, like, frustrated with this. Okay. 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 So, perfect segue, Sarah, because, like, so, number one, I'm going to call you out on that because how many times have all of us been delusional to the point of, like, delusion, thinking someone likes us when they don't? Yeah. I mean, we've all been there. We've all been there. God, you have no time for Monica. It's not See, that I don't have time for her. I think I think she was in an impossible spot, but I think she was also driven by like that idea you have at that age that like you're gonna be the one to like change someone. And I'm not faulting her for that. I'm just like, yeah. But this was on such a bigger, grander scale that at some point, like your brain should say to you, you know, hang on a second. <laughs> See, that's like, the thing. I'm not even sure that she thought she was going to, like, change him or, like, have a meaningful relationship with him. I think she liked the idea of, like, having sex with the president. Like, I think that that was, like, cool to her. And, like, And yeah. if that's all it was, then great. Then, like, girl, yeah. do it. But that's not what she went into this thinking. Well, okay. Well, so let's let's get into it. So okay, you, you kind of, like, made – like, I wanted to take a side here, too, and, like, basically, like – that by all accounts, this affair was, like, your worst college ho- hookup, right? A like, thousand percent. Like, to your point, Sarah, like, Bill doesn't give two shits about Monica. Monica seems to really, really like him mm-hmm. or at least be, like, really aggressively pursuing him, right? Yeah. She calls a lot. She sends gifts. Like, she's – and again, like, I don't say that as a way to, like, shame her. I think all women, like, get yours, girl. Like, as long as the relationship is consensual, like, do you, girl, Right. But basically, like, their entire relationship consists of, like, these blowjobs and literally nothing else. Like, they talk on the phone. But all of their in-person interactions last exactly how long the sex act takes. And, like, I just, like, I feel that. Like, okay, again, like, I had a relationship like this in college, right? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like we all <clears throat> had. We all did. Right? Do you remember remember this guy from Radford? I won't even say his yes. name. But he was, like, in a super cool fraternity. Yes. And I was obsessed with him. And he, like, I'm not even sure knew, like, my name. Anyways. Yes. It's fine. It's fine. Yes. I but still... at some point, you realized that. And you were like, huh. At some point, as, yes. That's, yes. Okay. At some point, when I saw him in the dining hall with all of his friends, <laughs> and I went to say hi, and he literally ignored me. Do you remember that? Yes. I called you crying. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I Yes. When I had literally just seen him, like, two hours beforehand. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Um. Okay, great. So, Monica, like, anyways. Okay. So, now in, so now we're in the spring of 1996. So the affair has been going on for a couple months now. And, like, rumors are amok about Monica and the president. Like, again, I mean, we all know. We all, right? Like, imagine your workplace. Like, if someone right. was, like, sleeping with, like, the boss's boss's boss, you'd be like, everyone would know. Right? Mm-hmm. So our girl, Leon Panetta, remember, that's technically Monica's boss and that's Clinton's mm-hmm. chief of staff, like, takes this hand grenade and is, like, fucking lobbing it out of out the of White here. House, right? Yeah. So he transfers Monica out of the Oval Office without telling Bill. 
right? Like a so, good chief of staff should like do. Like a perfect chief of staff. Like, mm-hmm. God, Leon, girl, call us if you're Leon's listening. Leon's the unsung hero of all this. Like, imagine the shit that man has had to diffuse. I know. His career. Yeah. <clears throat> so, like, this is, like, Monica's really upset, right? Like, she's losing her white hat. Sarah just rolled her eyes. Sarah. <laughs> Um, she's really upset. She's losing her White House internship. And, like, she's, like, you know, being taken away from a little boyfriend. Bill literally is like, huh, weird. All right. Well, okay. Yeah, too bad. Right? Like, does not care. Doesn't care. Yeah. Does not care. So, um, Monica is moved over to an internship at the Pentagon. (sighs) And this is important for two reasons. Number one, can we take a minute to, like, think about how great it must be to be sleeping with a president who can just get you an internship at the Pentagon. Number one. I mean, number yeah. Number two, this is important because this is where she meets Linda Tripp and we will get to her. Like Sarah, so you know who Linda Tripp is. You are right. Of course ready. I know who Linda Tripp is. Okay. Linda. I know. Some fucking words for you. So I want Monica, to love her so much. I, so like this entire year, Monica keeps trying to like meet up with Bill. Right. But like the guy's busy. Okay, like he's got some shit to do. And he doesn't care. <laughs> he doesn't care. So like not only is he the president, but he's also running for a re-election at this point, which again, I have to put a pin in this and say, Bill, my guy, can you please again, stop sleeping with the interns while you're running for re-election? This yeah. is Anthony Weiner all over again. My guy's yeah. going to be mayor of New York and he's fucking Carlos Danger on the internet. Yeah. Can you guys stop? Like, like, I need to know the conversation Leon had with him. Like, so he transfers Monica and then Bill's like, oh, I think we're going to run for re-election. <laughs> like, right. I need to know what Leon said to him where he was like, girl, I'm going to need you to keep Dude. everything in your pants for like six months. You have to imagine that they had that conversation. You have to, right? Because remember, again, this in the background of all of this, Clinton is being sued for $700,000 right. for sexual assault Jones. against Paula Jones. Like, yeah, which I'm surprised they didn't like, I mean, no pun intended, but like bury that way before now. Like, I'm surprised that that like, well, they continued. They tried for sure. They tried. And that's what I think is like interesting that like part of the thing, like part of the problem with like Paula Jones is that because all of this other stuff was going on with Clinton, all these other scandals, right? People were so quick to just be like, oh, Paula Jones, this is just another like, you know, Republican thing trying to like discredit Clinton. Like they were very right. quick to dismiss her, um, <clears throat> which is super unfortunate. Yeah. Um, I'm sad. Yeah. So Monica's at the Pentagon getting to know Linda Tripp. And over the next year, um, you know, things kind of start to cool off between Bill and Monica. Um, she does the next year on Valentine's Day, 1997. I included this just for you. Monica places an ad in the Washington Post with a quote from Romeo and Juliet signed M. I'm obsessed with this. Like she starts it, hey, handsome. And then it's like this poem and she signs it M. Mm. I love this. Are you kidding me? I love this so much. Mm-hmm. That's good. I'm really glad that you love it because it makes so it makes me shiver. Okay. So, like, at this point, like, Monica can tell Bill's, like, really losing interest. And she starts to, like, <laughs> and, like, she starts to, I don't want to say, like, threatening him, but, like, 
basically she's saying to him, hey, like, I don't really like this internship at the Pentagon and I'm getting ready. Like, I'm going to need a real paid job here soon. Maybe you can help me with that. Right. So like, again, I don't want to say threatening him. I feel like that's too strong of a word, but like, she's definitely like using some leverage here. Right. So that fall, Monica, like all of a sudden starts meeting with like legit people to interview for jobs, like all of a sudden, right? Mm -hmm. So Clinton's minions, probably Leon again, helped set this up for her, including a job interview with the UN. So again, Mm -hmm. I cannot stress enough. You know how hard it is to get a job at the UN? So she's offered this job at the UN, but she tells Bill that she'd rather work in private practice. And so Bill's minions like get to work in the private sector and she ends up like accepting a job with like some big firm somewhere. I didn't even write down the name. I was like, Ugh. and like, I just have to say like, this should have been the scandal. Like, I really don't care about the blowjobs. I do care about the fact that the president is like using his influence to get this girl. Like, yeah, you know, but honestly, like, I don't think you get to this without the blowjobs. I mean, of course not, but I'm like, <sighs> Maybe, yeah. like, focus less on blowjobs, more on the, like, quid pro quo <laughs> going on here. Like, Yeah. I mean, that's very fair. So, while all of this is going on, our friend Linda Tripp is up to no fucking good. No fucking good. So, like, who who is Linda Tripp and, like, why do we care? Let's take, like, a little deep dive here. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, Linda Tripp worked at the Pentagon. And she, like, worked at the Pentagon for a couple years. But before that, she worked... Um, she worked at the white house um she was by all accounts a republican like very conservative and like according to her she thought the clintons were just like white trash basically which like is ironic linda Tripp, but okay um like she felt like they like came into the white house and they brought with them all of their like arkansas hick friends and like she like came out at one point and said like and the president wears blue jeans like that this was like right she was like scandalized by this right so mm-hmm. that kind of like paints a picture like she had it in for the clintons she hated hillary she hated bill and and i will say like to her credit like while working at the white house like linda saw and heard about a lot of like shit he was doing with mm-hmm. interns and employees right like multiple affairs multiple all of that right so this is like Linda. Um, she was working on a book proposal about like all of this torrid shit, right? Mm-hmm. But ultimately didn't go through with it because she was afraid of losing her job at the Pentagon, which like, yeah, girl. Fair. Okay. Um, so Monica and Linda become friends over this time period. Although I use the word friends loosely because later Linda will call Monica a bimbo and claims that she would have never gotten the um, the job at the Pentagon if it weren't for a relationship with the president, which half of that sentence might be true. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, <laughs> so as they become friends, Monica admits her affair to Linda, and like at first this is like a little like wait what why like, but. Later on, Monica tells says that, like, she told everyone about the affair. Like, she was really proud of this. Like, she thought it made her look cool. Like, so, <laughs> like, but can, can you just take, just for a second, imagine you're at, like, the water cooler with your coworker, and they're like, hey, guess what? Like, imagine that tea. It like, would be scalding. <clears throat> scalding. 
So Linda is like, oh, gosh, I couldn't possibly do anything with this information. I must keep this to myself. <laughs> but she decides to consult a literary agent, you know, just to see. See if there's any interest out there of yeah. if she could, you know, tell the story of the unpaid intern giving blowjobs to the president. So, bada bang, bada boom, Linda starts taping Monica without her permission, admitting to the affair with Bill Clinton. I just have in my notes, payday, baby. <laughs> like, I need, okay, no, Emily, don't get distracted. I was going to say, like, can we just rag on Linda here for a minute, but, but we'll get there. I, so, Linda takes these tapes of Monica and goes to News Weekly, and they're like, nah, girl, we're not running this shit. This is, <laughs> no. So, instead, she goes to Ken Starr. So, remember, this is who's, like, running that big investigation into Clinton. Mm-hmm. And she meets with one of his, like, little minions and plays the tapes for him. Um, and I did put down here, it's worth noting that these tapes end up not being admissible in court because you can't just fucking illegally record people. Like, hi hello right um so i actually just gave it a goog dc is a one-party consent state oh so i wonder why these weren't admissible then you don't need permission maybe i mean it could have been like irrelevant information sarah she's on these tapes being like yes i gave him blowjobs yes and also probably being like and i love him and i write his initials in my notebook literally i mean like they're more concerned with like yeah i was on my knees in the oval office with like all the papers and the big nuclear button and all that like i would i would venture to guess that some of those tapes have like just absolutely useless information on them i mean yeah i yeah okay but what i think is like important here too is that like linda is so manipulative of monica and again like i cannot stress this enough this is like a girl in her early 20s like obviously she's making some mistakes but like my god linda Linda was way older than her like linda was like a a full-grown adult grown-ass adult manipulating her she's you know on these tapes she's telling her things like oh that your semen stained dress don't dry clean that keep that and like right she's like manipulating monica to do all of these things that she'll later use to like prove her case right and it's just like fucking i hate this so linda goes to ken star and ken star is like girls yeah this is great right so linda and monica are scheduled to have lunch at the ritz the next day and the star investigation has linda wear a wire so linda wears a wire gets monica on tape again talking about the affair and then Ken Starr's people immediately pounce on Monica. Like, they're like, girl, we freaking got you, right? Like, mm-hmm. so Linda also takes this information to Paula Jones's lawyers, who, remember, are still trying to sue the president. Mm-hmm. And this is good for them, too, right? It's like, mm-hmm. well, this is a history of, like, inappropriate sexual behavior. So... Paula Jones's lawyers immediately call Monica and are like, girl, tell us everything. Monica freaks out and calls Bill, the president, who, according to Monica, tells her to lie to the lawyers, right? And this, is, mm-hmm. this isn't going to be important later. So Monica initially, and again, this is what's important. Monica initially lies to both Ken Starr and Paula Jones's lawyers and says, I did not have an affair with the president. 
Ken Starr, it, like, it doesn't matter so much about her lying to the lawyers because it's like you're allowed to lie to lawyers. Um, mm-hmm. You are not allowed to lie to the Office of Investigative whatever. Um, Probably not a good idea. So Ken Starr's people basically push on her and are like, girl, like we will fucking arrest you for obstruction of justice if you continue to lie to us right so monica lawyers up it's like this whole thing right Mm -hmm. so in january of that year in 1998 news of the scandal breaks in the drudge report um and a few days later clinton makes this famous statement and you know i'm here for my bill clinton impression this is the only reason i wish we could like insert this is i i need to do the hand the hands yeah give me the hands so I want to say one thing to the American people, and I want you to listen to me. I'm going to say it again. I did not have sexual relations with that woman, Miss Lewinsky. I never told anyone to lie. Not a single time, never. These allegations are false. Did you like that? (laughs) That was great. Right. You've all seen that clip. We've all seen it a hundred times. And what I think is worth noting here is that, like, yes, he he's lying, right? He's lying in this. But, like, it's not a crime to, like, lie in a public statement, right? Like, he didn't mm-hmm. commit a crime when he did that. Right. So, like, fine, I guess. Fine. So, yeah, okay. So, let's, let, yeah, let's stop there. That's a lot to unpack there. I want you to, like, take a side on Linda before we get into anything else. So, my big question with, like, so... <clears throat> Okay. Okay. I want to go back to where, um, she, you had in your notes that she was kind of like threatening him, but not really threatening him. Like this to me says that like, she knew at some point what they were doing was wrong. Right. That, that to me says ownership. Like, I know this is, Mm -hmm. I know this is bad. I know like, what my question is. Monica right now. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 My question is, like, when when Linda started taping Monica, like, was this during the same time when Monica was kind of like, okay, I'm not getting the attention that I was used to getting. I'm not, like, now I'm I'm working in the Pentagon and I don't want to be, like. Yes. Yes. I, like, I'm going to use the word brat, and I, but I don't mean it, like, like, she was being kind of, like, bratty about it. Is this right. the point in time where Linda was like, oh, girl, save that dress. Like, you never know. Yes. Like, so yes. this is all happening at the same time. Okay. Yes. So, like, to me, it's kind of like, I think Linda is probably a garbage person. Linda sucks. I'm sorry. I don't like that she, like, took the took in this, like, young yeah. girl and, like, basically fed her to the wolves without, like, caring about it once. Like, I think that's kind of, like, shitty. Um, But, like. To me, it kind of says, like, well, you were planning on threatening him anyway. Like, yeah. so was she just giving her, like, tips on how to do that? Like, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Like, there's a, well, there's an ownership happening here. Yes. And, like, I think that gets, again, kind of, like, to your point about the whole, like, the UN thing. Like, that gets sort of shoved under the rug because of, like, the blowjob of it all. Like, Well, and that's the thing is that, like, I think it's important to note that, like, this 
relationship, if you want to call it that, was like uncharacteristically consensual. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That was going to be my other thing too. I was going to get to that at the end. But, but, but I will, but like Monica never once denied that. Mon- right. So I will say like Monica has always maintained that this was consensual. She is always right. So like, I, I do – that's what I mean. Like, I do think Monica is taking ownership over this. Like, she didn't come out and say that he, you know, sexually assaulted her or that anyone right. was against her will. But, again, H.R. Sarah, the power dynamics at play here. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, he's a, 100%. He's the president of the fucking United States. And more yeah. importantly, he's technically her boss. And that's why, like I said earlier, I think she was, she was in an impossible situation. Like, I'm not, I'm not yeah. faulting her for that. What I do take issue with is this, like, stars in your eyes. Like, if she had gone into this saying, I get to blow the president. Like, fuck yeah. Right. I would have been like, rock on, sister. Like, that's great. Good for you. Like, you do yeah. you do that. But she didn't. She didn't go into it with – she went into it thinking, like, she was coming out of it with a relationship. And that's, you know, that's being a naive, young 21-year-old. And, again, I don't right. fault her for it. I just, like, she knew at some point what I'm doing is wrong. Right. Yeah. I know that I have, now I have leverage here. Right? So, like, that power dynamic sort of evens out a little bit. That's interesting. Yes. And I right? think, and I think she did. I think she knew, and that's what I mean. Like, I don't think this idea of her as, like, completely, like, innocent, knew, didn't know better. I don't think that's true because I think you're right. She And she admits it. Like, she did. She had leverage over him, like, all of this. But what I do think is, and I guess this is kind of, like, jumping to the end, but, like, what I do think is, like, imagine the mistake you made when you were 21 years old. Or not mm-hmm. even a mistake, but, like, a bad choice you made. Imagine that becoming public fodder for the rest of your life. Yeah, I think it. I think what happened to her in the end is terrible, and I feel yeah. for her on that. I, you know, I don't think she deserved that. But it's like we talk about in all of our, you know, it's like we talked about in the Princess Diana case when you are associated with a public figure. Yeah, you're basically signing on the dotted line, saying, "Okay, like, you know, yeah. I've handed over any privacy that I thought I was going to have." Like, and. <sighs> And maybe that's where she was naive. I mean, I don't know, but like you I, hand uh, yes. over, you hand that yes. over when, once you, in, once that begins, that's it. See, and I think that's what it is. I think that's what she was naive about. She was naive about the lengths that these people would go yes. to take down Bill Clinton and take her down with him, yes. right? She was naive about the power of people like Ken Starr, the people, mm-hmm. right, that could do things like find her a new job. Right. Do things like deny her access to the White House, like do things like, you know, like you because basically she said she goes like when it all came kind of came to Ken Starr, she was like, I'm not going on record about this. This is crazy. I'm not doing this. And Ken Starr was like, you don't have a fucking choice. Right. Right. Like, um, <laughs> guys, Sarah just typed into <laughs> our chat. She was like, do we need a part two? Do you are you do you want to end it here? And I can. Totally up to you because I think we could probably talk about this for the next, like, at least 45 minutes. Sarah's like, fucking, I gotta go. No, 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 no. I'm here. I'm I'm here, but. Let's do it. This is a game time decision. Let's, (laughs) let's kind of end it. Not end it. Like, let's, we got got some stuff to talk about, but like, let's 
we're going to, for a part two, we're going to dive into his impeachment, um, his, the trial, and kind of like what happened to Monica at that point. So thank you, Sarah. This is so, I just like see the chat like typing up. and <laughs> So, so, okay. So that's kind of like, I, I guess that's where I'm at with like Monica. And again, like we'll talk about it more as we like wrap the entire series, but like I, Monica was taken advantage of not only by Bill, who, while the relationship was consensual, took advantage of his position yeah. of power over her. She was taken advantage of by Linda Tripp. Fuck you, Linda. I'm sorry. Fuck you, Linda Tripp. To tape someone without their consent, admitting to, like, intimate sexual details about their lives. Fuck you. Like, I mean, it's, yeah, it's gross. It's not against the law, but it's gross. It's not against the law, but, like, are you kidding? Like, could you ima- imagine? And again, like... I love my coworkers and like sometimes we sit around and like we'll gossip or like and not even like about but like we'll gossip about work or like people we mm-hmm. don't like at work, right? Imagine if you found out someone was taping you doing that. What like yeah, a I mean, betrayal I would be pretty... of trust that would be. Yeah. I would be pretty pissed. And then not only that, but then it's like, well, yeah, I taped you without your permission and now you don't have a choice. You need to go testify in front of the entire country and we're going to call you a bimbo for the rest of your life. Like, yeah. And, like, my thing as I'm, like, sitting here, like, thinking about it and listening to it, it's like, all right, so the guy had a fucking extramarital affair. Like, like, and right. and I know we're going to get into it, but, like, where's the crime here? You know, like. Oh, Sarah, you have teed us up for part two perfect. That's the thing. He did, like, I'm sorry, but he did commit crimes. He, uh, yes, 100%. But, like. Because I was going to make the point. Do you think Linda felt like she had, and I have very recently just been in this position. Do you think she had an <laughs> obligation? No, but I'm saying like, do you think she had an obligation to report things that were told to her in what would, what would be yes. assumed a confidential manner? Um, yes. I think there's a big difference between reporting to HR that the president is sleeping with an intern and going to a book agent to be like, hey, if I record this 21-year-old yes. and can prove like – Will you give me money? That's the thing. She didn't report this. She didn't report this like up the chain of command. Right. She handed this information, number one, to a literary agent, number two, to Paula Jones's lawyers, and number three, to Ken fucking Starr. Right. Like the only only entity in that that should have maybe had access to the information is Ken Starr, maybe. And even that's a stretch. Because Ken Starr was supposed to be investigating Whitewater. Did the book deal go through after Ken Starr got involved or before? Do you know? Well, she was in talks with the literary agent before Ken Starr got involved. Like, the first person she shopped this to was a book agent. And I'm just curious, like, was the book agent, like, great. He had another fucking, like, you (laughs) know what I mean? mean, Like, I wonder. The book agent was like, oh, you have her on tape? This is great. Yeah. Right? Like, so. Yeah. Oh, girl. Okay, uh, you're you're totally right. Let's wrap it there for today. Okay. Yeah. Because- okay. I feel like I cut you off. No, it's okay. I was just gonna reiterate. Like, I just sitting here. I'm like, where's the fucking crime of it all? You know, girl. He we're gonna get to that. He got a handy in the oval. Deal. No. Okay. <laughs> Does, okay. <laughs> Here we go. I know. Um, I'm terrible. 
thank you for walking through this with me this was oh my fun. god this is so um like you're this is so good i am so glad you took this on for real for real this, well okay now i'm so excited that you gave me permission to do a two-parter because now um, i got i got a, more shit i can dive into next week this is so great i love it so much i think um yeah i don't know i you know i, I just i'm gonna like probably say something you're not gonna agree with but it'll be all right you're oh, my sister, be so you're obligated to love me. <laughs> um, Sarah, if people want to write in and tell us how much they too hate Linda Trip, how would they do that? Um, well, they can reach us on our email at sisters.take.a.side at gmail.com. Correct. Or they can reach out to us on Instagram. Um, send us a little, little DM. A little DM. <laughs> Sisters take a side underscore podcast. Love. Um, do we have a listener question today? I did not pull one. Um, let me take a quick little. Maybe we should get dad on pulling our listener questions together too. <laughs> Mike, we need dad, you. Could you just run our whole podcast, please? Um, let's see. Um, I don't see one in here, but I have one for you. Let's hear it. Okay. Um, it's, we're rapidly approaching spooky season. Um, yes. can you tell us what the babies are going to be for Halloween? Oh, okay. Actually, we had this really cute idea. So Owen is really into Snoopy right now. It's very cute. He has a Snoopy <laughs> toy that like sings a little Snoopy song and he loves it. So cute. So I think what we're going to do is Henry is going to dress up like Snoopy. Owen is going to dress up like Woodstock and Tom is going to dress up like Charlie Brown and I'm going to dress up like Lucy. <laughs> oh my God. I love that so much. Tom kind of looks like Charlie Brown, don't you think? A little bit. Yeah. I do need you to know that when I was telling Tom this idea, um, you know, the little bird's name is Woodstock, right? Tom goes, yeah. And um, Owen can dress up like Woodcock. I was like, what? Who? <laughs> What? He was like the little bird. I was like, Woodstock. Woodstock. <laughs> so, uh huh. Um, and Snoopy was like more his time than it was ours. That's a hundred percent. Snoopy was his time, like fucking the the forties. Yeah. Oh my god, that so. is so cute, Emma. I Wouldn't love that cute? so much. I'm so glad you shared that with us. What are you and your boyfriend doing for Halloween? Um, you know that's a good question. I really wanted us to do like a Peaky Blinders thing because he has a little Pip Pip hat. He does have a little Pip Pip hat, yeah. Um, and we're both obsessed with that show. But um, he really wants to be Ted Lasso, and so I don't. That's I don't know. not. That's fun. Okay. Yeah. So mm. I don't know. We're 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 still getting there. But okay. Well, are you gonna come we to her treating? A lot of thought, to be honest. Are you gonna come trick or treating with me and the kids? I would love to. Are okay. you going trick or treating? Well, we'll take him to like a trunk or treat. Yeah. Okay. Can we actually do a trunk this year? Yeah. Tell, get your boyfriend on that. Tell him he can have a Ted Lasso trunk. Because it's right, it's right there. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Why are we talking about this on no idea. our podcast? Okay, great. Great question. Um, well, thanks, guys. We'll see you next week for part, <gasps> for part two, two of Bill and Monica. Um, in the meantime, guys, ratings, reviews, all of that. Tell a friend. Recently, I've had, like, some girlfriends recommend the podcast to, like, other friends, that kind of thing, which I think is so cool. So if you're kind of joining us for like the first time, like, welcome. hi, welcome. We're so glad you're in our little corner of the internet and we love you guys. Yeah. Go back and listen to some of our other apps too, because if we you just, started on blowjobs, you can only go up from there. Only go up from there. Jesus. God. Okay. <laughs> Good job, Em. Bye. Bye.